listening to a PK Olawale sermon. Prepare to be blessed. We're talking about hearing God. We're talking about hearing God. Hearing God. Um, open your Bible with me um, to the book of Romans. Romans and chapter number eight. Hearing God, I pray in the name of Jesus, clarity will come to your spirit man today. Chapter number eight of Romans. I'll read from verse number 12. Romans eight from verse number 12. Therefore, brethren, we are debtors, not to the flesh, to live according to the flesh. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. For you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption. By whom, not by which, by whom you cry out, Abba, Father. Verse 16, the spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. And if children, then ears ears of God and joint ears with Christ. If indeed ye suffer with him, that we may also be glorified together. May the Lord bless reading of his holy words. Amen. So I'm going to read out uh, two verses for emphasis. Verse number 14. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. Verse 16, the Spirit himself bears witness to our spirit that we are children of God. Now, let me say some few things, make some general statements before we go ahead. Hearing God is... God in man and relations of God with man is supernatural, not spectacular. Please take note of that. Supernatural, not spectacular. I think one of the reasons why a lot of folks do not, um, as it were, hear God is because they are expecting the spectacular, not the supernatural. Um, it takes the, a spirit to communicate with a spirit. We've just read that God is a spirit. And they who worship him was worshiping spirit and in truth. Um, man being a trying being, please stay with me. Man has a, he has, he's a spirit. He has a soul and he lives in the body. Um, the soul seems to be the center of our existence, especially here on earth. Okay, and that's where all our decisions, our uh, 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 will resides. 
and that's what you call the central processing system if you're going to use um, IT terminologies. Now, it is not possible, ladies and gentlemen, for anyone whose spirit is dead or not saved to have their soul connect with God because God can only connect with your spirit. Please, I need to understand clearly here. God connects with your spirit because it's a spirit. And your spirit is you. But because we're in this body and because man had, we all came out of a, of a, of a, a falling nature, where the Bible now enjoins us that we are to renew our mind through the word of God. We're to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. Now, the more my mind is renewed, the easier it will be for me to have my, my soul or my, my soul to receive from my spirit. There is always a disconnect, ladies and gentlemen. The disconnection is there comes transmission. Information is being transmitted from your spirit, man. You can only access it in your soul, all right? Because, uh, uh, do you understand, please? Information is being disseminated from your spirit. Now, it's only your soul, when it gets to your soul, that you can receive it. But if your soul is not being transformed, um, or you've not even um, had the thought of um, starting the journey of the, the, the clustering your heart and focusing it on God's word. It's God, God will be speaking, the signals will be coming, but you never receive the signals. All right? So there, there are several ways God speaks many ways um but in the new testament i'm going to talk about the old testament and the new testament in the new testament the, the there seems to be a change from what we have had in the old testament and the reason is this in the old testament god is the one that picks who he speaks to not everyone can even if you go to the temple and sleep in the temple god doesn't have to speak to you he speaks only to the prophets he speaks to kings then he speaks, you remember Abimelech, you remember Pharaoh, he speaks to kings. God has a special relationship with kings. He speaks to prophets. These are people that are, he had just picked and ordained for them to be a voice and an echo of his will and of his, uh, uh, a communicator of his thoughts to his people. Then um, you have a set thoughts set, which are priests. The priests usually, ladies and gentlemen, um, they are not used people that will hear from God all the time, but the high priest should will come to that if there's time. Now, from time immemorial, from the beginning, man talking to God or God talking to man um, was very, very limited in, the, in terms of God is the one that picks who he speaks to. All right. So you staying in the temple, you fasting and praying. This doesn't, God wouldn't talk to you for that because you are not elected to be one of those. So God picks people and he does not put his spirit in them. He puts the spirit on them and they can communicate to them. Okay, because the agent of God's communication is the Holy Spirit. The agent of God's communication. In other words, ladies and gentlemen, the person that is in charge of, remember, let me read you a scripture. Let me read you a scripture. Open your Bible, then probably we hit the road. First Corinthians and chapter number two. First Corinthians two. 
we're going to read from verse number um, number seven. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the ages for our glory, which none of the rulers of this age knew. For had they known, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. But as it is written, I have not seen, nor hears heard, nor has he heard enter the heart of man, the things which the Lord has prepared for those who love him. But God has revealed them to us through his spirit. Okay, so the, the spirit of God is the agent of revelation, is the agent, brethren, of, of um, um, you connecting and, and knowing the mind of God. We keep reading further. Um, for the spirit searches all things, yes, the deep things of God. For what man knows the things of a man except the spirit of the man which is in him? Even so, no one knows the things of God except the spirit of God. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, that we might know the things which we are freely, which have been freely given to us by God. And so the Holy Spirit, because it was not on everyone, whoever had the spirit was the only one that could access some um, information of God. Okay, very, very important. Please take note of that. And number two, um, I need to also note from the Old Testament also that um, because there were just a few people that could hear God, a few people, ladies and gentlemen, that could tell God, God's mind, people did not have what you call a personal work with God. And so that tells me if we have in the New Testament that everyone has a personal work with God, the Spirit of God, who is the agent of that relationship, um, being on everyone now, according to the book of Joel 2, it says, in the last days, I'll pour out my spirit upon all flesh, which means, ladies and gentlemen, what was on a few people, and even much more better than that do we have now, because the spirit, the agent of communication, the person who, this, that's the God, God who tells us the mind of the Godhead, okay, that's the Holy Spirit, is on every born-again Christian. You are born again, whether you speak in tongues or not, or whatever, the day you got born again, the Holy Ghost is indwelling in you indwelling so once it's indwelling it is not necessarily the baptism the indwelling that comes as salvation qualifies you to hear god please take note of that it is not the baptism of the holy ghost that qualifies you to hear god okay however you need to be baptized in the holy spirit for you to be empowered for service and operation in the body of christ okay but it is the indwelling is your salvation that qualifies you to hear God, okay? But it's the baptism of the Holy Spirit that gives you enablement to appraise the manifestation gifts, the nine manifestation gifts of the Holy Spirit explained in First Corinthians and chapter number um, 12. Now, let me start from, from old times. How did God speak to men? And how did men hear God? Are there times when God was speaking and nobody was hearing? Um, those days, like I said, let's start from the beginning before man fell. How did God speak to man and how did man speak to God? Open your Bible. Let's start from the very, very beginning. I'll make it very brief so that you can ask your questions. Your questions will help direct answers to your particular need. Genesis and chapter number two. Let's see the first time that God spoke to man. First time that God spoke to man as recorded in scripture. Genesis and chapter number two. Genesis and chapter number two, the Bible says in Genesis 2.15, I read, then the Lord God took the man 
and put him in the garden of Eden to tend and keep it. Verse 16 is the first time that it was recorded that God spoke to man. Verse 15. First time. Okay. Um, now that was after I created him. But back up a little bit to chapter number one. Chapter number one. Chapter number one. From verse number 27. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created the male and female, he created them. Then God blessed them. And God said to them, okay, be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth, subdue it, have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the air and over every living thing that moves upon the earth. And God said, see, I have given you every herb that yields seed, which is on the face of the earth, and every tree whose fruit you see to you shall be also every beast of the field to every bird of the air and to everything that creeps on the earth in which there is life. I have given every give, I have given every green herb for food and it was so. Then God saw that he had made and it was good and the rest of it. Now, the, when God created, what the man God created, don't forget him, created them male and female. That man he created in Genesis chapter number 126, he put in the body. Okay, so this was not a man in the body yet. He put in the body and he had already told them, he said, the herbs of the field, you're going to eat. Um, I give you authority over this. Now, this is the time when the first time God spoke to man when he was in his body. So in chapter number two, verse number um, um, eight, sorry, verse number six, verse number seven. It was when God now made man, uh, sorry, made a body for man and put the spirit he had created in 126, put it in man and man became a living soul as it were. In other words, your soul is just uh, a proof that your spirit um, and your body are still together. All right. Once your spirit is separated from your body, you are no longer a living soul. Okay. So this man now became a living soul. Stay with me. The Bible says this was now the first time, which is where we are now. This was now the first time God spoke to man who is a spirit that has been put in a body. So God now spoke to him in verse number 16. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, of every tree of the grain you may eat, but of the tree of no love of evil. And God said, it is not good that, okay, and the rest of it. And brethren, that was the first discussion in the flesh. The next time that God showed up, ladies and gentlemen, God showed up to the next question was, where are you? Now, what kind of communion was that? What kind of fellowship? How did Adam hear God? How did um, Adam know God's voice? How could he tell God's voice um, 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 apart from other voices? And brethren, it was so distinct. Now, there is a level of, at the level of intimacy, at the level of relationship. Now, let me, let me explain this. Adam did not have to learn God's voice. I take that again. Adam did not have to learn how to hear God. Adam did not have to, um, God spoke. Do, do you understand how will I explain this? Holy Spirit, help me. You don't learn, you don't learn your voice. You learn to speak. You don't learn to know your own voice. When you speak, you know it is you. When they play, it's something that you've recorded and you're not there. You know your own voice. And brethren, that is how this thing is. The problem is this, ladies and gentlemen, a lot of us think hearing God is spectacular. There's nothing spectacular. It is supernatural, not spectacular. 
Now, a lot of people are looking for spectacular experiences. And meanwhile, ladies and gentlemen, hearing God and walking with God is as simplistic as you can ever think. It's so simple, ladies and gentlemen, theology complicated. This guy did not have to learn God's voice. In the same way, he didn't have to learn how to till the garden. There's just this ability in God. As long as you're in fellowship and relationship with him, there's this ability in God that just helps you know what to do. Brethren, please, please stay, stay there. It, it, it was not the voice that told him, this take the hoe, take, remove the weed. No, he just knew what to do. <laughs> I take that again. Remember where we read in Romans 8. The Bible says, as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. The leading Adam had was not a direction of something telling him in his ears, turn right, turn left. It was a communion going on inside of him because with the Spirit leading him resides in his spirit. And as at that time, because his flesh has not taken over, his soul was only subject to his spirit. So the signal was not convoluted. The signal was clear. He was, he had no, there was no other thoughts. The only thought in him was just God. Hallelujah. And so it was easy for him. What was going on and leading him was inside of him. It wasn't external to him. So when God was speaking, now a lot of people think when the devil went to tempt Jesus, that um, while Satan was speaking, Jesus, it, was a, it was a physical or whatever, and that uh, Satan was there and he was speaking and um, um, Jesus was, it was an internal battle. It was, it was an internal battle. The devil was speaking. It could be audible, maybe, all right? But ladies and gentlemen, the whole thing is just for your soul to do the wrong thing or, or be so busy that it cannot hear anything, all right? So because of that, man after man fell, ladies and gentlemen, now after man fell, the entire human race obviously fell and none of us could hear God that clearly anymore until Jesus showed up. So the spirit that was in him, which is the Holy Spirit, we don't forget the breath and it became a living soul. That breath now came on. The Bible says in the last days, I'll pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, the, one, the, the number one way that God from the beginning till this very, very time leads us is through the inner witness. Inner witness. Ladies and gentlemen, God is not one person that will tell you to turn right and left all the time. I'll come to that. So let me start telling you from then how it was leading them. Number one, it led Adam through inner witness. When he came, now haven't you noticed, because a lot of people feel God used to come down every time to have fellowship with Adam, there's, I can't see that in scripture, but the Bible says, ladies and gentlemen, when he fell, the Lord came down in the cool of the day. The voice of the Lord was walking. Let me, let me open that scripture. Let me open that scripture to you. Chapter number three. I'm going somewhere. Don't worry. Please just stay with me. It could be here and there. We're going to put everything together very, very soon. Hallelujah. Chapter number three. The Bible says, and verse number eight, and they heard the sound of of the Lord walking in the garden in the cool of the day. Brethren, before this, this sound was inside of them. They didn't have to hear it outside. So for the first time, what used to echo inside of them, the communion that used to echo inside of them, the instructions that used to echo inside of them, suddenly became external. So here you see, suddenly, God's voice, 
that had their abode inside of them was now walking external to them. The Bible says, and they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. Now, and Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord among the trees. In other words, for the first time, the voice that used to be in them suddenly was no longer in them. They were not, they were now sensing it without them. Okay, they were sensing it now without them because of sin, because of separation. Now, that's this that same issue was dealt with. Jesus coming, came back into our life in the person of the Holy Spirit. God Himself is living inside of you, which means bringing you back to what we had in Genesis 1 and 2. Genesis 1 and 2. In Genesis 1 and 2, ladies and gentlemen, there was primarily no visions. Genesis 1 and 2, they were primarily, it was not recorded. There were primarily no prophecy. Genesis 1 and 2, they were primarily, those now obviously because they were the only people on earth, so prophecy would not be necessary and the rest of it. But everything prophetic, every manifestation of the gift was going on inside of them. It was internal. They, Adam knew, the Adam knew stuff. He didn't have to be told. He knew stuff. Bible says and God brought all the animals to him to name them. How did Adam know? He didn't go to school. There was an enablement inside of him beyond him. So the Bible says, if the spirit that raised us, Jesus, is also in you, ladies and gentlemen, he will quicken your mortal bodies. He will quicken our mind, quicken our soul. It will quicken our body. The reason why a lot of folks cannot experience God the way they should, brethren, is simply this. They are looking for the spectacular. They are looking for the spectacular. You want some angel. You want to see some vision. You want to. You want to see. You want to hear an audible voice. Audible voice. Let me tell you what audible voice is. Audible voice is what showed up after man fell. Okay. Before then, everything was internal. The moment the sound is walking outside of you, ladies and gentlemen, it is not the best. People think that is and it's because it's spectacular. It is not the best. The best has been shown in scripture, Genesis 1 and 2. It is inside of you. The Bible says the spirit bears witness. So internal witness, inner witness is the primary way God leads us. What is inner witness? As the word says witness. Witness simply means, let me explain the word witness. You go to a court and somebody is, uh, uh, there's an accused and a plaintiff or a defendant and a plaintiff. Then uh, the lawyer of the plaintiff or the, or the defendant, they can call up witnesses. In other words, people that can come to testify to buttress their arguments. All right? That's a witness. Bible says the spirit bears witness. In other words, ladies and gentlemen, bearing witness is not telling you exactly. In other words, you already have an information. It's just being a witness to the information you have. Just being a witness to the information you have. All right? It's important, ladies and gentlemen. Now, how does that information come, brethren? The moment you are born again, the spirit, God himself lives inside of you. There's a communication going on in your spirit. The problem is you cannot just access it in your soul because you can't access it in your spirit. The information in your spirit, for it to make sense, it comes to your soul, your mind, and from there it makes a meaning to you. So it's important, very important, that you understand this. 
God is always, there is a witness. They that are led by the spirit of the Lord. So there's a, a leading and there's a witness to the leading. Let's go back to Romans. Primary way. Please, it is not spectacular. And brethren, and if there's anything from my very, very young age, I've had the privilege of hearing God. But brethren, uh, I, I, I thank God for people that brought me up. They didn't teach me to expect the spectacular. They taught me this simple scripture that God is just very simple. There's no complication to it. The moment you are saved, it is a right. God speaks to you. The only thing is this. If you keep looking for the spectacular, you will not, you will miss him. The Bible says, for as many as are led by the Spirit of the Lord. What is a leading? A leading can come in any way. A leading does not necessarily have to be a, an instruction. No, a leading, like I give, gave you an example. Nobody told Adam how to farm. Nobody told Adam how to tend the garden. Nobody told Adam how to dress the garden. There is this ability in you that is put on the day of your salvation. There's this ability in you put there on the day of your salvation. So please, it's as simple as that. Until you begin to first of all listen inside of you. You can't grow from there. He leads you. Leads you could be, he takes you by the hand. Leads you could be the steps of the righteous are ordered by God. Once you are not, once you cannot follow that in faith and you are looking for the spectacular, you are going to, some people have ended up listening to demon spirits. Because brethren, the truth is this, this thing is not spectacular. It is supernatural, not spectacular. So the truth is this, can I ask you a question? Simple question I'll ask and I'll probably answer it myself. Number one, when you got saved, uh, and you got saved, how do you know you were saved? How do you know Jesus had forgiven you? How do you know your sin is gone? I, I mean, a lot, do you need a prophecy to tell, you need someone to come and prophesy to you that you are born again? <laughs> you know you are born again. How do you know? Inner witness. Inner witness. You become, you're a spirit being. Now, what a lot of people do is this, why they have a lot of hardship hearing God is because, number one, they're looking for the spectacular. Number two, probably teachings like this are no longer common. We are, um, we celebrate the spectacular. In other words, if it's not dramatic, it is not glorious enough. It's not everyone who we see visions. Bible says in the last days, I'll power my spirit upon all flesh. Huh? Some people will prophesy. Okay, some people will dream dreams. Some people will see visions. Okay, all right. So now, the, the, in fact, some people even think vision is like, I'm looking at this TV now, this screen. Some people think that's all vision is about, that you are just, a screen appears in front of you. Oh no, the most, go and ask any prophet. Most of the vision they see is in their spirit. It's not, it's not before their physical eyes. Only about five or 12, 2% is right before you, your physical eyes. It is the eyes of your spirit. When the man of God was leading us in prayer, I, had, I, I, I was saying, I hope you guys know what you're praying. Because that's the truth. There is, I, uh, there is an eye of your spirit. If the eye of your spirit is not seen, and you want to see it with this, you will have visitations from the devil. So from then on, there came a metamorphosis. 
since the voice became external and God was now picking men, only people that God picked and put his spirit in them were the ones that had access to visions, access to God's voice inside of them. When God was talking to them, nobody hears. And God will talk to them in many ways. Number one, visions. Number two, inner voices. Please, most of what you see the prophets writing was not external voices. Inner voices. Let me open your Bible. Open your Bible. Osea chapter number 12. Osea 12, let's read verse number 10. Then we're going to verse number 10. Osea 12, verse 10. Hallelujah. Brethren, this thing is not hard though. Very simple. Very, very simple. But I'm going to tell you some of the things that could be that could be cloud your heart. Bible says, Hosea 12, 10. I have also spoken by the prophets and I've multiplied visions. So there's oh, there's visions. I have given symbols. Symbols. Another version causes similitudes. Please take note of that. 